Those Two Jerks is brought to you in part by Maverick Group, Maverick Group Experiential Technology. Need some nerds? Let's build something awesome together. Maverick. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Those Two Jerks, episode 140. 140. I am your host, the Tom Alexander, and joining me, as always, the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Hi, Rick. 140, Tom. That's as many hairs as I have left on the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. And the Vukani, Vutastically Vocational Chris Boo. Hi, Chris. <laughs> good evening, good evening. That's right. It is the evening of Monday, May 14th, 2018. Uh, the year of our Lord, 2018. <laughs> I oh. miss that. We used to do yeah. that at the start of like every episode. It's such a it's so it's such a loaded thing to say these days now. Oh God, you're right, man. No, <laughs> maybe that'll pump our numbers. We gotta pump those numbers up. Tom. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, somehow, <laughs> they make steroids for audience numbers. How do they do that? You just you, you just don't acknowledge, or you I, acknowledge too I, much. I, is there a, is there a, a piece of software I can order from Mexico that'll just pump this shit up here? <laughs> Where's you can Jose pump Canseco? up the jams. Somebody call Jose Canseco. Oh, there's a guy you want on your team. Well, in this particular instance, he's an expert on such things. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we have a ton of stuff uh, for you coming up. We have uh, some news about gambling on sports being legal. Uh, Rick went to see some Major League Soccer and lived to tell the tale. Uh, just barely though. <laughs> <laughs> couple of couple of big a uh, couple of big stories in the world of MMA, and then uh, a whole bunch of geek stuff, including a Snake Eyes solo movie and tons more oh. money for Infinity War, and uh, and we we remember and I tell a special story about the time I met the late Margot Kidder, who we lost today. All coming up straight ahead. Don't skip though. There's there's other decent stuff here. <laughs> I mean, it's a relative term, really. <laughs> it's a relative term. Like, Which relatives are we talking about? Well, I'm Your just relative? saying no, I'm just saying, like, you know, there I mean, even even the menu at McDonald's has like a best thing on it, right? <laughs> I don't I mean, know nuggets. what that is, but it's it's Memorial Day and uh, certain McDonald's is McDonald's 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 is either way McDonald's restaurants. Yeah, sure. Those will yeah. do a special Memorial Day thing that I used to partake in, um, which I don't anymore for a, a number of reasons. But you could get 50 McNuggets for like what? 20 bucks. Yeah. Fifty no, You should not have told me Why this. No. Oh, God. <laughs> My wife and I would do the 50 nug challenge when they would come about. Oh, God. That just sounds terrible. I mean, I would eat, I, or I do eat 20 on the regular. So I mean, without, without even trying, right? Now, imagine if your wife joined you. You could take down 50. I've, I've actually, so I've done the math. And, like, there have been oh, many God. a time where I'm just, I'm like, all right. So I go to Chick-fil-A and I'll spend $12, whatever the case is, right? Because it's Chick-fil-A. And I thought to myself, I'm like, man, I can get a party tray that's supposed <laughs> to feed six 
for like I can get eighteen dollars. You know, like why am I not just calling ahead by thirty minutes and having them put a party trade together for me, <laughs> and oh just God. eating that and being completely satisfied instead of like my eight or twelve and being moderately satisfied. <laughs> this moderately vision of you. Satisfied. Hiding in your car with a giant party tray of nuggets on your lap, eating it in shame <laughs> in the parking lot. Oh, God. Oh, God. And I only say that because that's probably how I would do it. Yeah. I wouldn't I be mean, any shame. I'd, be, I'd take that back into work and sit down at my desk and open that lid up and let the whole office go. You, uh, what are you doing with all that, Rick? I'm yeah. going to eat it. <laughs> that's, but that's because shame waved bye-bye to you a long time ago, Rick. <laughs> Very mean of you to say the obvious like that. <laughs> I would say we very lazy of me to state the obvious like that. Well, lazy, easy, you know, all yeah. these things. <laughs> One of those, I don't know. All right, but let's uh, let's let's get into the sports stuff. So it's it's rare, I dare I say it, never that we've reported on a Supreme Court of the United States ruling on this show. But <laughs> I can't think of a time we'd ever needed to. This isn't exactly Capital Update or Crossfire. However, you'll get caught up in the crossfire. Not the, oh, we're not, not doing the that, board are we? game. Not the board game with the ball bearings from the eighties, Rick. Sorry, I get but excited. Anyway, that's a that's a reference for you if somebody wants to scare up a gif of that on Twitter. <laughs> There's actually you could find it. It's really easy. I promise I'll shut What's up. What's that Crossfire? Yeah, you could find a a classical piano version of Crossfire. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So anyway, today <laughs> the Supreme Court struck down the federal law that prohibits gambling on sports. So dun, sports dun, betting dun. is now legal at the federal level and uh, basically will be legal in whichever states decide to allow it. Um, it's a pretty big, it's a huge deal. This law has been in place for over 20 years. Um, New Jersey and a few other states sued uh, to New get Jersey. struck down. Uh, New Jersey, they lost at every turn until the Supreme Court decided to hear it and they've said <laughs> it's unconstitutional. So uh, you're going to get legal sports betting uh, at least right away or very soon in New Jersey and a few other states. And there are some studies that think up to 32 states uh, will make sports betting legal uh, in their state by, I don't know, by the end of the year, probably by the start of the NFL season, hey, I would think. Hey, 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 Tom. Hey, Tom. Hey, hey, Rick. You want to you want to take a bet on which of those states make betting oh, legal? Oh, <laughs> OK. Go sit in the corner. We're going to mute you for five minutes. Oh. <laughs> Wear this imaginary dunce cap. <laughs> Actually, no. The worst punishment is you You must now buy a subscription to DC Universe. That's what you oh, must Oh, God do. damn it. No, can't you just, like, punch me or something? No. No, that's your punishment. <laughs> you, have to, you, have to, you have to fall on the grenade for the show and buy the subscription. <laughs> And review, you have to review the shows for us. I don't have an extra $5. You, you have to watch, like? you have to watch Doom Patrol and Swamp Thing and Titans. Oh man, you're, you're spoiling the rest of the show, Tom. The, am I, am I? 
we should be able to find a sponsor to do that, right? To oh, like sponsor yeah, no, one of our subscriptions. Yeah, you know, this is about this is about the twenty seventh time, Chris, that you've mentioned trying to get a sponsor to get some scratch. <laughs> I mean, like this. somebody can. And I will tell you, um, the how can I put this delicately? <laughs> they, it's Chris, Tom. You got people you with know. people with money want no part of this, right here. <laughs> We should be able to. I mean, somebody out there has ten dollars to give us a month, right? <laughs> Who's you gonna hold the hat out and everything? Chris? Wait, are we are, really we, are we forming are we forming an even crappier subscription service than DC Universe now? I mean, they could subscribe to our Patreon with so much additional content. What? You know, what? we don't even have a Patreon. We don't have a Patreon. Oh, we, what oh, don't show we? are you talking about? I mean, we have an account, but we haven't put anything on it yet. <laughs> We don't know how. Well, that's part of it. Yeah. How does this work? Like <laughs> that scene I in a... just to make one, and people just give me money. Right? <laughs> no, that's not how that works. No, pretty sure that's not how it works. <laughs> just give me, give me money now. <laughs> <laughs> I have a thing. Give me money. You give me money now, okay? I like money. <laughs> oh, I like money. <laughs> Good lord. How did this happen? Where? How did we get here? <laughs> Where are we, Tom? I feel like I feel like I just like drove to work and don't remember the whole ride. <laughs> That's what I feel like happened right now. Like, wait a second, how did this happen? Anyway, um, so sports betting is now legal uh, at the federal level. We'll see some states input uh, implement their own laws to uh, regulate and put systems in place. Of course. The commissioners of the three biggest professional sports leagues in the United States came out and talked about this today. Um, they all said damn near the same thing. What was that, Tom? Uh, it was... Let's see. Hold on. Basically, <laughs> uh, we're going to abide by this because we have to, but uh, maintaining the integrity of our sport is the most integrity. important thing. Integrity. Yeah. And I've done a little uh, homework on this and why that language uh, appears in the statements from Rob Manfred and Adam Silver and Roger Goodell. And it is because there is this concept called integrity fees <laughs> that course. the professional sports want to collect from gambling businesses to offset the extra costs these leagues will have to pay to investigate any potential fixing of games that may arise. So oh my all God. All the extra resources they'll have to expend to make sure that gamblers are not fixing their games, they want to charge a fee to the, the gambling companies to offset those costs so that they can basically get a piece of this action. Well... If I'm honest, I kind of figured something like that was coming because yeah, of course they got to find a way to make some money off of it, especially baseball. I mean, shit, this may have saved baseball for another 15 <laughs> years because the fact that like eventually there is going to be the official sports book of the blah, 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 the NFL, Major League Baseball, just like there's an official beer and an official office supply sponsor and a blah, blah, blah of every league. <laughs> 
there's gonna be that, and they'll be Is able to that, get sponsorship. Would that be like fees. the FanDuel or whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, that, well, like, like a couple of the leagues actually own uh, FanDuel or DraftKings. Uh, a couple of the leagues bought a piece of that pie. I think did Major League Baseball buy part of it, and and one of the other leagues I can't remember which. Is that any? How how is that different though? And it's legal. Been ruled, some states have ruled that to be gambling as well. Okay, because it so is some states. Some states have outlawed it. Um, but yeah, that's basically gambling too. But now it's not gambling, or or now it is gambling. Well, now it's but fine. It's yeah, now it's okay. okay. That's the only difference. Um, Finally. Um, yeah, I mean, look, this was going to happen sooner or later because once the other states decided that uh, Biff Tannen would make a really good president. <laughs> good reference. <laughs> A good I, can't take, I can't take all the credit for that one. I stole that from my wife, but yeah, she's right. Yeah. We she's basically live in the alternate 1985 now. <laughs> um, but anyway, they once they saw how many billions of dollars Nevada is making off of sports books and how much is being bet illegally on sports every year in the hundreds of millions, um, they they wanted this money. Like, there's no way they weren't going to get it. Do you it. think? Like Nevada will lose revenues now because yeah. of it. Oh yeah, they like, will. Like, how do they feel about it? I'm curious. They will because because people won't have to travel there to lay down a bet. Like, if you if you right. want to, you know, if you want to put ten dollars down on your favorite team to win the Super Bowl this year, you don't have to go all the way to Vegas. You just gotta go. Where to would some we go place then? Has it? Are there are these like sports book places just gonna pop up all over Florida? For yeah. example, well, or I mean, if Florida it? if Florida decides they want to get in on it, yes. You'll have. I mean, old have people need books. something other to play with. There'll be there'll be sports books. They'll the casinos here will open sports books. I'm sure you'll see them at the the Native American casinos very soon. I think they already are there. Actually, I think they no, they're not. There. They're not. No, this I didn't ruling, know that. This ruling allows them to do it now. Well, um, so this is all leading to what I hope happens uh, for Florida in the coming election specifically is that we're going to be voting on dog racing and whether or not we want to continue to have it. And I hope it goes that it's voted uh, away. So there's no more dog racing because with sports book and no dog racing, there is a kennel club really, 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 really close to my house. And they might have to finally allow poker. And that would make me happy. Uh, yeah, because then they could just start sending your paycheck right there, I guess. Right. I win it back. No, you don't. I'm fairly okay at poker. It's yeah. like analog Hearthstone. Oh, God. <laughs> it's not for so many reasons, but we're not even going to get into that. <laughs> so, okay, let's, uh, we, we've, we've danced around it enough. Uh, so, Tom, what do you think? I, I mean, I, I, look, it's been happening forever anyway. It's about time... Yeah that they just decided to legitimize it because just like any uh, so many other vices, once they make them legal, then they can tax the crap out of them or the people who are affected by it can get a legitimate piece of income from it. You know, the only people this is really going to piss off are Vegas and the mafia. That's about it. Yeah. I mean, who's the well, most running the country now? 
Right. How, who's going to break these? Actually, that might legitimize that profession now. The, the yeah. knee-breaking profession? Like yeah. they could, Because now, now you, they'll have to hire collectors at these sports Hi, books, right? Do you need someone to help you get your money <laughs> exactly. from those bastards? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I can get your money from those bastards with my shovel. My name is Greg. Might, uh, yeah. How cor- how corrupt would the would the National Brotherhood of Shylocks Union be? Like how like, how? What you mean more corrupt? than we already are? I mean, well, that's uh, what I'd I'm saying. That. Like you're, that's like double. That's so much meta corruption. It's not even funny. <laughs> meta corruption, by the way, is the name of my indie band. <laughs> yeah, we can't wait to see that album. <laughs> We're going to do that dance every week now, or are we done with that? You know what? I'll let you know, okay? (laughs) (laughs) You let me know when that horse is good and dead, okay? I I will let you know when I am ready to move on to my next recurring joke. Good, good. I'll I'll get the glue factory on speed dial. You do that. What else is going on in sports, Tom? Now that well, you, you mean, made me furious. What, okay. Well, you asked you asked an interesting question of me today at this this court ruling, and that's about Pete Rose. <laughs> so I'll let you go ahead and ask the question. Oh, thanks, Tom. I didn't know I was part of the show this week. That's cool. Uh, so. <laughs> oh yeah, no, because because you let me get away with everything around here. <laughs> So, Tom, yeah. do you believe that this now allows baseball an opportunity to let the not real hit king into the Hall of Fame? No, no. Why not? Why not? Because he bet on baseball, and that's still going to be against the rules. He only admitted so to betting they say. on baseball, Tom. Yeah, after 20 years of denying it. I'm just saying he admitted it, though. Isn't that enough? When would you uh, people just let this bastard in? <laughs> Do you know, I don't know if I told you guys, when I was in Vegas last month, I saw Pete Rose. Did he try and sell you a baseball bat that he used no, to break the home? He was, he was signing, he was signing, he was selling his autograph at oh, a card shocking. shop in a mall attached to the Mandalay Bay Casino. And evidently, the down by he's the river. there, he's there like every other day. Like they had he's to like, sign up Pete Rose signing day after signing tomorrow. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's left over from yesterday. He's there. Well, I come back the next day and he's not there, but that sign's still up. Until sure shit, the next day, Pete Rose was back signing autographs in the card shop. What a champion. Okay, everybody's got to make <laughs> I mean, a living. Like, this is literally what this guy's doing. He's like the Lou Ferrigno of. <laughs> oh, Whoa, oh, hey man. now. Lou Ferrigno is working to make our children more um, physically fit. So he is, is he that's a real thing. Council of physical fitness? Yeah. Oh, is that what he does now? Is yeah, really he got is? named to that. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm so, well, I mean, I'm just surprised that somebody who is qualified actually was hired. Ooh, qualified. Know. Ooh. You know, that's, a, that's a loaded question. Tom. <laughs> so what do you guys think about this? Um... I, I could be brief without being too glib. I, I think it's absolutely fine. I think like marijuana, this is just something that's going to, that needed to happen 10 years ago. Right. And as backwards as our country can be every now and again, we get one, right? This is just obvious. That's it. 
I don't think it's going to create more violence or anything like that. And I, I think it could cause people to be, I think it could create more possibility, I guess, but I, I don't think this is that big a deal. I think it's just something that needed to happen. I think people who are, I don't, I don't think it's going to like increase the amount of like riffraff that takes place. You know, because people who want to gamble now are going to gamble. It's just, it's now there are regulated ways of doing it, you know? So, I mean, if it's going to provide the states with more revenue anyway, then good. I mean, fucking I4 will get fixed finally. Mm, debatable. <laughs> you know? That's slated to be fixed by the year 2021, I think. Yeah. And by then, we'll have, we'll have had too many people for the new version. And we'll have to deal with more traffic. Yeah. The ultimate I4. What, what's beyond the ultimate, though, at that point? The, the, the Supreme? Yeah, I guess. Is I4 Supreme. And then it comes with mushrooms and green peppers. That's right. And, and then you could get the Meat Lovers I4. <laughs> I think we already had that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So let's move on. Rick, uh, Rick, you had a little adventure over the weekend, and you went to I, a, a major league soccer game. I did, I did. That that actually has the the match itself uh, made some news today. It did, it did. <laughs> Tell us all about it. So, um, I was uh, fortunate enough to be given a pair of tickets to uh, go uh, to uh, see the Orlando city, uh, lions are, are go lions, go city. Um, and <laughs> the game that I went to was, uh, obviously last night. Um, and it was against Atlanta, um, Atlanta United, which is our storied rivals of like six months, but they're our rivals. <laughs> so we had to go rival the shit out of each other, I guess. I don't know. Um, so the game itself was actually kind of annoying in that there was a lot of really sloppy play from uh, the Orlando City team. Um, and on top of that, there was some very shoddy refereeing to the point that guys who um, I trust their opinions do not be because it's hard to be a fan in that stadium and not get caught up in the revelry because the stadium is amazing. If you've never been, it's it's truly fantastic in there. Um, but I, I'm not really that big into soccer. I don't, I don't know much about it. So I, I had to sort of keep relying on my buddy that I went to the game with. I'm like, this doesn't feel normal. And he goes, Oh no, 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 we're getting hosed. Like it's happening. We're getting hosed. Um, what the big deal was, was very early in the game. Um, there, one of the players for the Atlanta team speculation may have taken a dive. Um, and no. won him flopping in well. soccer. I was shocked to hear about it myself. Never. I had no idea. <laughs> um, and by doing this had earned himself a penalty kick, which did you know, do you know how, um, how often penalty kicks succeed, Tom? Um, not very, <laughs> uh, penalty kicks. No, 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 no. Penalty kicks. Where they, a lot. It's, it's one-on-one, right? One-on-one -on -one from like within seven yards of the goal. Okay, so it's it's a lot, I'm guessing. The number I believe that I was informed of was somewhere around 80%. Okay. 80%. It's basically it's basically it's giving it's, it's the better than free throws, right? Like Oh yeah, much. A good much, free much, much, much. a good free throw shooter will shoot around 80. 
a good one, like a really good one. Yeah, but this is the average. Yeah, this is the average. (laughs) Right. So, um, the game got, we, we got behind really early. Um, we eventually got a goal in, they got another goal in. It was very exciting, very fun, had a blast. And then in the last four minutes of the game, things got a little pear shaped, we'll say. Um, our guy may or may not have taken a dive and then not gotten a call. Um, and because he didn't get the call, he got cross. We'll go with, we'll say upset. Sounds fair. Um, got yellow carded and essentially the game was over at that point. And then that was pretty much all the city of Orlando could take from these referees. And I, I, I tell you that it was very lopsided that, you know, the Atlanta player would, you know, spiral into the dirt and the ref would immediately blow his whistle. At one point, one of our guys like twisted his ankle and the refs didn't stop the game for like five minutes. It was very bad. And, um, I think the rain and the fact that this was a rivalry game and we were behind for so long and the team wasn't really playing with the sense of urgency that I think the crowd wanted them to play with all led to something kind of not good. And that was the Orlando city faithful um, decided to go full soccer hooligan and start throwing trash onto the field while the game was still in play. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, though? Just trash? I mean, like, they, <laughs> they weren't rioting? <laughs> well, you're not allowed to bring in, you know, flamethrowers and flare guns like some <laughs> other places I've seen I mean, happen. Let's, let's but... be fair. Like, it's not Philly, okay? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, there are worse things you can do. So, um, it was not a good look for the city. Uh, the Atlanta, The Atlanta faithful were informed that they could not leave the stadium. Uh, oh, until uh, the Orlando faithful had cleared out for fear that they may have been assault killed. So <laughs> they had to stay there. Um, yeah, it was too bad, man. <laughs> I, I don't know what else you want me to say. Here. Uh, well, well, I, I, hmm. I'll play devil's advocate here. Okay. And I will say that this is a huge step forward for Orlando as a soccer city. Yeah. like going that's, full that's hooligan you make it right like, right i mean like once you have hooligans you're kind of in right i mean that's it like maybe. that's what you need that's that's the initiation you got eventually you got to have hooligans uh, we it, got some now it just it just wasn't a good look tom now it's not it's um, not a good look i'm not a fan of that but you know it's apparently it's part of soccer so yeah, like it's a great look, isn't it? Like that just shows that we're like a legit sports team. I, I don't know what has happened to our our fair Chris, but he has turned into a person that I'm kind of scared of. It's just, I mean, like you know, okay. So Orlando, we always catch like shit for like you know our football team plays at the fucking Citrus Bowl. We get like you know we finally get like its own stadium. Right, we got a real football team now, right? You can actually like tailgate and whatever. Um. Then, like, the magic, you know, like, the ultimate and fair-weather fans. They suck. They're, they're literally giving away tickets, you know. Um, you know, the soccer thing, I didn't buy it at first. I was like, eh, painted purple, whatever the fuck it was. And, and, and they're actually, like, okay. 
right? Like they, they're not a bad yeah, team. Yeah, they're pretty good. No, they're good. They're good. Right? They and just won. Are... They just won six in a row, albeit playing some of the worst teams in the league. But still, six in a row. I mean, yeah. that, you know, they, they might be national champs. <laughs> right? Let's, uh, Can we do let's that? not put the, the dumb before the horse <laughs> here. <laughs> like, if we keep this up, how many how many games are there in soccer? There's a lot. Uh, we're we're in fourth place in our division. We are not close to what you might think we would be close to, Chris. Oh, well, that's no fun. Um, <laughs> so either way. It's because of them fucking draws that they do, isn't it? Um, I, again, Chris, you're really talking out your ass here. But that's I, fine, brother. You know you're what? excited. No, I'm, I'm enjoying this, though. So I think we, we need to just... So either way, <laughs> we finally kind of make, like, actual sports news. Right? Right. It was all over Reddit. For, like, it's taking not because, our... It's not because our we traded away a good player. <laughs> no, no, that's true. Oh, do we do that? We do that a lot. But like soccer, or are you talking about like basketball? Every every team, in every window. everything, yeah. Mostly basketball because that's been our longest running. Yeah, now, so. now, if I could, it was really cool to be as close to the field as I was. The game never stops; you don't take a break. I understand why we have that big wall of people who just never sit down because realistically, you never really can sit down. Like, there's never really that much of a break in the action. It was a lot of fun to be there, and I, I, I would be very excited to go again. And the stadium is gorgeous, and we were actually uh, – the seats that we were uh, – I was uh, rewarded was uh, really close to the Pulse uh, Memorial seats, which I thought was really cool to see those live. I thought that was awesome. It's a beautiful stadium, and, and you know, maybe if we don't shit on the team so much, guys, you know, things positive could happen for our show. I'm just no, no, they won't. They won't. It's not- I'm going to remain pleasant and happy about the situation, even though you look, two shitheads apparently don't want to. No, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Uh, but if, if you think for a second we're getting invited anywhere, us three fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever do you mean? I don't know, but uh, you were you were kind of you know t- soft shoeing around that there. But uh, I'm just saying, if we're positive, me, positive things. Let happen. me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Go city. Way to, way to make some news. <laughs> go city and make sure you bring your trash next time. Yeah. Like, what's their term instead of like? Should go we? Should we ele- like, like, should we escalate to batteries next time or? Oh, I don't know. We should. We should. We should assault our Philadelphia expert quack on that when given the opportunity. No, no, he's not the Philly expert. Oh, I thought he was. My mistake. No. Well, he'll he'll pop to hear his own name anyway. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Look, I and, wish, and wish you ill health as well. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Okay. Um, we had two pretty big stories in in uh, the world of MMA and fight sports. Uh, the new one, the, the most recent one, just broke this evening, Rick. Yes. And, uh, tell, yes. tell us what's happening. So, as you may know, noted alleged lady tosser onto a assault rifle filled uh couch yeah that's what happened uh greg Greg hardy of dallas cowboys fame you remember him tom i do i do he was with the panthers and then then got picked up by the cowboys and and got into all that trouble all that alleged trouble tom yes no he got in trouble he he served 60 days in jail but then he he appealed and got the sentence struck that got the conviction struck down 
So yeah. Well, anyway, it, it's not on even on his record anymore. So oh, so he's he's just a champion. That's it. We're good. Yeah, yeah we're all set. All good. Um. Well, he is on his way uh, to becoming a real UFC uh, champion for sure, though. For real, not for play play. For real, real. Uh, because um, uh, people are saying that, yeah, he's he's looking good. He's got a fight coming up. He's going to be on uh, uh, an upcoming uh, UFC event. So that should teach everybody that trying hard gets you nowhere in life. And uh, yeah, feel terrible about yourselves, everybody. <laughs> Is he? So he's going to fight June 12th against another former NFL player? <laughs> It's like that He's, one. Um, yeah. It's like that one WrestleMania where uh, LT was the main event. Yeah, yeah. The dark times. <laughs> Is he? He's on the Contender Series, though, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, the Tuesday Night Contender Series. So it's like a quasi reality show that he's on. I mean, it's he's not officially in the UFC. You have to win that to get in the UFC. So right, right. No, you're right. Which is cool. I mean, like it, it's it's, it's cool. Thing. Is it? He's a he's a pro athlete already, right. though. Like he's three and O as an amateur fighter, an amateur. And uh, he train he trains at your gym, Chris. Oh, he does. He's, <laughs> I mean, he's I'm, an American I'm... Top Team guy. Okay. Is <laughs> 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 oh, <was> that right? <laughs> <laughs> Good Christian boy like you would never do a thing like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I assume he's out of like the main gym, so probably. No, I, it just says the... he trains with ATT in Florida. It doesn't say where. Hmm. <laughs> Poor Chris. Out <laughs> 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 Orlando, obviously. <laughs> did I just did I just put the lid on Chris here? Is that what yeah. happened? Good on him. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yes, good on the alleged violent domestic like, abuser for getting a shot. We learn to forgive <laughs> those who jerks, right? Oh god! Has he paid debt to society? Um, well, I mean, sure. he had his record expunged, so he, he didn't have to. Exactly. So he there was no debt to be paid. <laughs> <laughs> So you're going to be cornering him is what I'm hearing? <laughs> I'll be lying way. the assault weapons. <laughs> now, Chris, somebody Chris, on. they're not assault weapons. They're just rapid fire weapons. Yeah, right. Assault is an action. Yeah. So. This is true. These are, yeah, rapid fire is descriptive. Right? <laughs> sure. Whatever. Whatever. Oh, man. So uh, June 12th. Greg Hardy's going to fight this other former NFL player, Austin Lane, who I've never heard of. Oh, uh, he's uh, he's in all the jujitsu magazines that you can buy at your local stores. Of course, the, uh, all of the quips online where somebody tell Greg Hardy he's fighting a man and not a woman. Uh, you know, I'm sure somebody and if, if oh, I'm not sure this will happen, but if somebody knows what's good for him and what's funny. They will make a replica of Andy Kaufman's intergender championship Tag. belt and bring that um, to the event. So there already is a guy out there who has his own intergender belt. So we'll get this guy a ticket to Dana White's Tuesday night contender on June 12th. <laughs> Just to see what happens. 
Fair enough. So yeah, that's a, that's a MMA story, but there yeah. is another, another MMA yeah. story. Yeah, Chris, tell us about this one from over the weekend. This one's um. So I used to defend like MMA and that it's not as dangerous as NFL football and stuff. Um. So Ra- Raquel Pennington fought Amanda Nunez for the win- women's bantamweight title this weekend. And which in between, team, is that in UFC or is that? That was in the UFC, yes. Okay. Um, uh, and in between rounds four and five, uh, after taking four rounds of pretty vicious beating and had her dismantled nose, basically, told her corner, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. You know, said it multiple times. Uh, to which her corner kind of coaxed her back into the ring and 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 kind of begs the question like whose whose responsibility is it to end the fight for a fighter is it is it their choice or should her corner have thrown in the towel do we stick by the whole sort of macho rule of you know will their fighters you know the, the, the um who, whose responsibility is it you know ultimately well, is the fighter you, the right state of mind? I think you've it's the fighter's people. responsibility. They're the yeah. one getting fu- punched in the face. Right. Like, if you're cornering somebody, Chris, and that dude comes to you and says, nah, bro, that's it for me, are you going to be like, okay, he's good, or are you going to, you know, tell your corner, this is it, we got nothing? I, I sort of lean towards <clears throat> if they're, you can try to motivate somebody all you want. But ultimately, if their head is not in it and, and, you know, they have. And I'm not sure it's just an emotional reaction at that point where you say, I'm done, I'm done. And it's it's, you know, kind of stems from physical things. Maybe she's not not breathing properly, not seeing properly, whatever the case is from having. a. Maybe she took four rounds of beating in the face and decided that was enough for one night. Right. Then it, it should be you should be acting in the best interest of your fighter. Well, that's the thing, you know. and even if, even if let's say they're they're reacting emotionally, they still have some left in the tank, and you're cornering them, and you know that they're tough enough to go out there for another round, and they're telling you they're done. I would think that they're a danger to themselves at that point because they're mentally not in it, right? I mean, right, like they're not thinking clearly. Right, what whether they, whether they can physically continue or not, you've got to stop it. Which they didn't. You know, no, and, and they let her go out for another round and got the shit beat out of her, you know, with a fight ending in a TKO. Um, you know, I, I don't know if this things like this kind of keep happening. Not what to do the you extent think that is? Irresponsibility. You know, what do you, what do you think? Like, what do you think is the real, like the true reason? Why do you think this keeps happening over and over again? Maybe people are unwilling to. Is, is it? it the... Let me let me let me set it up for you. Is it because there is a known reality that if you do certain fighting things, i.e., you make the company happy, you know, you stand and bang, you get better reception, you get better money. Do you think that played a part? I, I I don't think so, man, because it's. But is that not part see. of it? Is that not no, a reality? No, of course it is. I mean, yeah. that, that's a big, big part of it. But I just can't see. 
<laughs> a, a, a uh, corner with good intention. What makes you think they were good intentions? If you if you see your fighter getting just mauled, yeah, it's it's how do you? I understand it's your job to be motivating and and whatnot, but like the potential for some sort of fight bonus, you know, I, I you don't think you don't think that's more than enough motivation for some of these people? The the potential for it, I mean. I, I mean, maybe it is. Maybe I'm, I'm adding, I'm giving them too much credit and kind of relying. I, I, listen, I mean, you've been, you've been in jujitsu long enough to have your brown belt, which means that you've been there forever. And I obviously have had a lot less time, and I'm a little bit more jaded when it comes to humans in general. <clears throat> I, uh, I have a suspicion that they were not thinking in this young woman's best interest, but quite in the opposite. They were thinking in the best interest of their pocketbooks. And I think it's obvious because this she could have died. Now, it would have probably not come to pass, but she was spent by round four. And not just that, she had been beaten halfway around the globe. What more did we hope to accomplish here? They were doing this for the money. I mean, were they, or were they doing it because they believed in her training? Oh, for God's they sake. In... Really, Chris? Yeah, I, you I, know, I mean, if they, you know, if they believed, like... <laughs> If they believe so much in her training and they know how tough she is, then if she says to them, I can't do this anymore, shouldn't they know that she wouldn't tell them that unless she actually meant it? This is true, I mean, too. At what point I mean, is it just some jackass who's seen Rocky too many times and thinks, oh, you can, you can do it, dig deep? I don't know. I mean, it's... Like, uh, I mean, I'm your job in your job see. cornering somebody is to protect your fighter, right? Uh, that's a that's. A, I think your job cornering somebody is to help them win, um, but you know, do no harm should be there too. I mean, right? I mean, as and she, was she? I mean, she had been thrashed around for four rounds. How was she going to win? Going back out there for another? She wasn't going to win by decision. She would have had to have gone out there and absolutely rocked her opponent just, to the point. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and but just that's, the you know, one. that's like, that's which, like which is a possibility me, as well. You know, I mean, sure. But that's the same thing as telling me to get in the ring against any single anyone, anyone, literally anyone. And hey, Rick's got a chance. Sure, I do. <laughs> but maybe it's one of those, you know, you hear it a lot, too, where either, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword is a big thing. You know, you if you're gonna lose anyway, you might as well just go out with a bang. You know, like no, that's stupid. That's not stupid. no, no. I I don't. Yeah, but that's that's what it is, right? Like I don't yeah, agree there are with it. Who believe that? It, it, however dumb it is, there are people who believe that. So I mean, it's 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 very very unfortunate, and it it, it also cemented Amanda Nunez's uh, kind of kind of lock on this belt where well, she'll be for a while because I, I really don't see anybody beating her. She's already beaten everybody there is to. Um, but yeah, that was it was a really unfortunate on the, it, that Raquel Pennington happened to be on the receiving end of it. Um, I hope it really kind of makes maybe I hate to add more regulation, but maybe give more weight to the doctor's evaluation, you know? That if a doctor hears, which there's one there in the corner, hears 
the fighters say, hey, I'm done to my corner, at that point, the doctor should have stepped in and stopped it as well. You know, is right. it right. his responsibility? You know, uh, it's hard to say. If, if a doctor can stop it for... I don't I think mean, it's I hard think to say. If, if, as a medical professional, that is your job. I mean, you're there, it, you're there specifically is. for the health and safety of that those fighters. So, you know, is it their fault as well? You know, I mean... I, I mean, I, it sounds like you're trying to, you know, grasp at straws, honestly, brother. Like, I love this sport as much as you do. I, I love MMA. If, if a fighter goes to your corner and says, I'm done, take me out, and you choose to ignore them, and something bad happens, you should be prosecuted. Like, thank God nothing happened to this woman outside of she's got the shit beat out of her when she didn't need to, which yeah, in and of itself is pretty bad. Busted her nose, didn't she? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. yeah, but that happened during that, that was, the fight. Yeah. Like that was already that had already it come was, to pass. It was already bleeding as she entered round five, you know. Um, but you I, know, I really, <clears throat> I truly believe that had she, you know, suffered significant injury, then she should, uh, her team should have been held accountable for her pain, for all of this. And if something horrible had happened, you know, then her coaches should be held some kind of, I don't know, if she had died, like they should have been sued or or arrested. Are we gonna add like criminal charges to this? I mean, like, how how does that she work? She said, okay. "Don't put me back out there." No, she right. said, "I'm done." Okay, Chris. So, what does it mean to you, brother? I I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, like, it's it's maybe some people require words of encouragement when they feel a certain way. I I can't speak for it because I'm not a fighter. Um, you know, it's it's unfortunate that that. She had to be on the receiving end of this. I mean, it's it's wholly irresponsible. Like I, I've cornered people before, and I would if they say I'm done, I would throw in a towel. You know, like, absolutely, you would, because you're a responsible adult. Well, that's but that's the thing too. Like the referee had a chance to stop it if it looked like she couldn't continue and didn't. She went out there. She could have also said to the referee if she was that adamant that she was done, that she couldn't continue. You know, well, it's not I entirely think, up to her corner to do it for her. There were no, other people I, that could have stopped it and didn't. I think by the time that she, her corner put her back out there, maybe they pumped her head up full of thoughts they that had. she could do they it. They had said to her while she was there, change your mindset. Let's give it everything we've got. We'll recover later. You know, they had already basically told her, we're not throwing in the towel for you. But and at that point, I think... Go back out there. At that point, I think you're doing her a great disservice. Well, sure. Because well, something there, bad can happen but... when you're not when you're not in the right mindset. Like I don't I don't do any fighting. I just spar with guys. And if I'm not in the right mindset, if I'm already defeated before I even hit that that session, I could get really hurt because I'm not going to be defending myself logically. I'm going to feel bad about myself or whatever the case may be. You don't go out there unless your mind's right. And if somebody comes to the table with you and says, I don't want to go back out there and you say, sure you do. That's on you. You screwed up. Not the person who didn't know, didn't know to say no anymore, even though they did. I, I guess the, the argument can also be, she could have also immediately tapped out when the, you know, when the, when the, um, when the bell rang, yeah. When the bell rang, or or but, just said, "No, I'm not going to answer the bell." Too, you know. I, so, but they're not in the right mindset. So, 
Right. I have, I have a feeling. I have a feeling that by the time the bell rang again, she was of the mind that I have to do this now. All right. Well, whatever anyone's mindset was, there's obviously a breakdown. Know, yeah. There's a breakdown somewhere here. So what happens now? Does anything change because of this? That's a good I question. Think, unfortunately, it won't because right. she didn't suffer a major injury. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. had something really terrible happened to her, it may have forced UFC to take a look at this. Right. And then unfortunately, the things that happen in incidences like these, it's long term. You know, it's cumulative. It's not. I mean, unfortunately, sometimes it does happen where they go to the hospital and they you know, have some sort of like aneurysm or something in the case of uh-huh. a, lot of the, a lot of these smaller shows. But in the UFC, that generally doesn't happen. And it's just right. You know, I mean, it's just, they're usually happen. better. They're usually better about things than this. What's that? I mean, this is the sport's top level. Stuff like this, one would think, shouldn't happen. Shouldn't, yeah. But it's... Unfortunately, it did. Yeah. And Rick Helping yeah. took and a massive the, beating. The, the only, the so only good had. thing was that, was that she wasn't seriously... Permanently, permanently injured, yeah. No, absolutely. So, so we'll see. I, you know, it, this is probably going to happen again, and, and worse things could happen, and then maybe... UFC will take a look at uh, its procedures for stopping a fight like this. Um, mm. But let's move on. Let's move on to geek stuff, nerd stuff. And boys, the show, the Batman show with no Batman is going to continue for one more year. Yeah. Yeah. Still um, probably yeah. no Batman. <laughs> Do they have they gone and said that there's a policy sort of like with Smallville where there was like no capes? They haven't, but it's the whole point of this is to show what Gotham was like before Batman. And like the actor who plays Bruce Wayne was like 12 when the season, (laughs) when the show first started, he's, you know, he's like 16 or 17 now. So, I mean, I don't think anybody wants to see teenage Batman. (laughs) So, so real quick, um, before we get into the discussion, we're talking about about Gotham, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say, no, no, I was going to say, before we get into the topic about whether or not Gotham going away is good or bad, um, I have been watching Gotham on Netflix because I have nothing better to do. (laughs) Clearly, clearly. I can't get through a whole episode without like stopping and having to go do something else. Like well, I gave, like I gave up after episode two. I think when it first started airing, I tried oh, half of one. There are people who so, love it. There are people I, who absolutely love it, but I, I don't know why. It is either. unbelievably bad. Like how far just, in are you in terms of like seasons? Are you still in the first season? Oh yeah, absolutely. There's no way okay. I'm not. Like I can't, I can't finish a full episode. <laughs> In one sitting, I'm not going to finish a season. I wanted to. <laughs> I I wanted to finish a season. I would like to finish a season, but I just got to the scene where um uh uh the goat like they they're basically ripping off of um uh Kevin Smith's um Batman cacophony run. Uh huh. And uh, they're like the goat always comes back to Gotham blah, 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 and all this other crap. And I'm just watching this pile of shit, and I'm just oh. It, it it makes me physically ill. <laughs> it's so boring and un unnecessarily terrible. Now I did I did hear that it hit its stride in the second half of the first season and no, I'm already there. 
<laughs> I guarantee uh, you. Then, okay, I believe you. I, well, I mean, I, mean, I believe you. It, I, I just couldn't watch it because it just seemed so melodramatic. Well, it is a drama. It's just... What what is what is the audience that absolutely loves it? What is the demographic? I'm I'm very. That's curious. a great question. Like that's a legitimately <laughs> that's a, great, question. A good question. great question. I have no idea. It's evidently it's the ratings were not fans, good right? enough for it to be on the to be off the bubble. Like it nearly got canceled, and instead they're going to bring it back for a, a shortened final season, 13 episodes instead of the usual 22 or 24. So obviously the ratings are not good enough to make it a hit anymore. It was at one time one of Fox's better performing shows, but it's not anymore. And basically they just, the fans bitched enough where they're going to let them tie up the story. Hooray! Um, and Do they say the final season, the final season will focus on Bruce Wayne becoming or trans transforming into the caped crusader. They won't even fucking say Batman in the press release. <laughs> Has he like, gone it's gonna, away he's gonna wind like, up wearing training? a trench coat like like Clark Kent on Smallville. What if he ends up looking like Midnighter by the time it's all done? Then it might oh be worth God. it. Well, yeah, then Rick then it might be, might be worth it then. <laughs> but I mean, apparently he has started doing some training. Like the Alfred in this show is like a former British Special Forces guy. Yeah, he's he's MI MI six or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so one. like or not you? Yeah, right. So he's, you know, he's done some training now that he's a Earth teenager one, and whatever, but like, it's not, all the villains are there. <laughs> it's just not Batman, basically. Well, the things that kill me about this show, and yeah, I know, I'm only in season one, but like, they go to Nigma a lot because Edward Nigma, and nobody questions why a guy named Ed E. Nigma works at the, at Gotham PD. Like, yeah. no, man, your dad must have hated you. Who names their kid E. Nigma, huh? But nobody mentions that. But he what kind of name like, is Enigma hey, anyway? Yeah, exactly. What's the etymology of that? It, it, well, it started as Schmegma, but they shortened it, was, it when he got to Ellis Island. It was Nigmatowski. <laughs> Nigmaxovich. Nick yeah. <laughs> so, the, just pushing that aside, let's just you know, let's barrel through this. So they're like, oh, you know, go go ask Nigma. He's good with puzzles, and I'm just. I'm chewing the silverware that I was eating my breakfast with when I'm hearing this. And, and they go to, they go to Enigma and he's like, Oh yeah, you got to look on first or second street or third Avenue or some bullshit, whatever. Right. <laughs> they say that to him. And then the whole time he's holding a coffee mug really weirdly. Like he's got to be like holding onto it very like specifically so that you can see the front of his mug. And guess what's on the front of his mug. Is it a green oh, question God. mark? It's a green question mark. Of course it is. Does he have a, is he holding a cane also? At the top no, of? no. He hasn't heard his back yet or whatever the bullshit backstory they were going to go with for this Sacagawea would have been. It's so bad. It's so bad. And it just it gnaws at me how bad it is. It makes it, me viscerally mad about how stupid. Me, it reminds me a lot of the last five seasons of Smallville. Yeah, like the first they were five just, seasons, the first five seasons, it was like, okay, Clark's in high school, he's developing his powers, he's learning about himself, and then he gets out of high school, and it's like, oh, he's in community college. Oh, wait, now he works for the Daily Planet. Oh, here's Green Arrow. Oh, here's Impulse. Oh, by the way, Cyborg and Aquaman and 
and Supergirl, and here's all the villains, and here's Zod, and here's Doomsday, and, Zod, yeah, like... and yeah, here's what here, what happens is, okay, let's start running through the greatest hits of all the superheroes and villains that people know, because we can't give them the costume and the guy that they're watching this for, but we can give them, hey, I recognize that, oh, I know what that <laughs> is, oh, he's gonna become that, see the thing on his mug, oh, that's all it is, and that's what draws people to the show, is it's like, oh, I really liked it there, you know, Hinting that this guy's gonna become the penguin. Well, who cares? Like, just show us but the that's, penguin. That's a lot of the fun of superhero movies, though, right? Is the origin good ones? Yeah, the origin. <laughs> right, like, but the origins the origin. in a superhero movie take approximately thirty-five minutes. That's what I'm saying. Not like, five it's, years. It's crammed into. A and and the other the other side is out of the course of five seasons. The other side of this, the other part that drove me mad was the show. And again, I'm, I'm, I can't, I won't finish season one. I'm certain of that now. But it can't decide if it's a buddy cop show that takes place in the DCU. Well, that was or... the thing, and that was the initial premise: was it was going to be about Gordon and Bullock solving crimes in this corrupt city and all of that garbage. But right. then it became. Oh, uh, we're gonna start introducing Killer Croc and Solomon Grundy. So, and the episode that I'm watching right now that I that I'm I'm trying to finish, they are trying to find this goat guy. They've they like the the show the 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 discovering who this guy is and tracking him down takes all of like five minutes in the entire show, <laughs> and then for the rest of the show, it's Selena breaks into Wayne Manor to just look at Bruce who's sleeping on the couch and do nothing. And then that was the part of the show where I just gave up. I was just, I, yeah, but, I can't. But, you know, she's going to be Catwoman, so it's like a thing, Rick. Oh, right. And you know how it's I awesome. know she's going to be Catwoman? Because she creeps around like a goddamn cat. Like, she literally <laughs> does the backstretch. She stands on her feet. Of course she does. Of course she does. She wears See, Jim Lee's the, goggles. Here's the thing. If it had been, like you said, a cop show that was about like organized crime and just how corrupt the city was before Gordon becomes commissioner and Batman shows up. There might be some value in that in terms of a story. But the problem was when it started going on too long, they're like, Oh, why don't we just do all this other stuff? Because people want it. And I think this is probably why DC universe, the streaming service is delaying the metropolis series from the same creators of Gotham. Uh -huh. we, we've okay. talked about it before. It was announced it was going to be about Metropolis before Superman. The main characters were going to be Lois Lane and Lex Luthor. And it was from the creators of Gotham. And now DC Universe has pushed it back at least a year, if not indefinitely. That's going to be... That's a terrible idea. Because I at least... Agree. Hey, what if at we least... did Lois and Clark, but nobody likes Without the characters? Clark. <laughs> wasn't this supposed to be Lois, like Lois and Lex yeah I mean wasn't this also the same show where they were like Lex is going to be the star or something Ugh. so yeah so Chris what are you saying like Metropolis doesn't work why at least with Gotham they've approached it from the same point of like we know that there's going to be some we know Batman will show up right like there's been he's, he's sort of rooted in Gotham when his right, family was there. He grew yeah. up there. Like, so we know Bruce Wayne exists. Like, it doesn't make sense to have a Superman show. How do you allude to Superman when he, he's in? <laughs> he's a looter, man. 
<laughs> Maybe there'll be an episode where like they'll see that the helipad at the Daily Planet is kind of faulty. Like it's oh, we gotta fix that. We really need to fix that, you know, before it, right. it like, collapses. We get to see, somebody we get to falls see them out. building the big globe that always falls off right. the Daily Planet. Exactly. Exactly. Like, like man, you really need to be don't. careful there, Lois. You can't fly, you know. Like something like that. <laughs> you know, and of course we'll eventually we'll meet uh we'll meet this bumpkin farmer who's got a story to pitch to Perry White about uh, corruption out in out in Smallville somewhere, and it's oh it's Jonathan Kent. Oh, <laughs> and he's got a little boy with him who has dark hair and blue eyes, and he's wearing a red. And he's jacket. always wearing, uh, and he's wearing a red and blue jumper. Yeah, right, right. And he's like got this, a blankie that he's holding on to the whole time. A car. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what will happen. Oh man, we should just pitch this. <laughs> yeah, we just wrote the first season. We just wrote the we just wrote the first season, and then oh, you know awesome. the janitor at the Daily Planet will be the guy who becomes Parasite, and oh god. Yeah, look at you go, Tom. Look at you go. I have, I have a, I'm having an aneurysm now. I'm having an aneurysm now. This is terrible. This is so terrible. The other, oh, the so other thing is, is there's, there is, there's established lore about what Gotham was like before Batman. Yeah, exactly. That's there's true. nothing That's really established about Metropolis before Superman. Like the supervillains don't technically start showing up until after he's there. Yeah. Like it's, before it, that, it's just a city. Right. It's a city. And Lex with an is the guy. And a rich like, guy. Oh, is this show going to be about Lex Luthor's rise to power from, you know, street kid to uh, magnate who, you know, throws technology all over the city? Ugh, great. That's interesting for about three hours. What if, they went, what if they went in an entirely different direction with it? What if the basis of the show was a romantic comedy? About whom? Just it's just whoever it's it's Metropolis whoever. things happen here <laughs> crazy like, stuff happens like in Peyton, Metropolis like Peyton Place or something no like like, like how I met so your mother but you know oh it's God. just it's just a like Friends and it just exists in the DCU <laughs> that sounds even worse Starro oh shows up yeah, through like, season one <laughs> there's like there's an apartment building and like Lois and Jimmy and Perry White and Lex all live there is that what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> Let's just go the whole Monty. Why not? Just, just, awful. It just happens to be in the DCU. That's it's the whole point. Like Lex, Lex rolls up and says, oh, I can't date this Mercy girl. She has man hands. Like, <laughs> great. Yeah. Well, Star, Star Labs no, no, pre exactly. or post Superman. Star Labs, I think, exists before Superman. I'm not Who cares? Sure. In, our, in our show, it absolutely exists before Superman. <laughs> because that's where we're going to go on one of that's our wacky vacations. That's where you're going to get your villains from. Well, that's where you get your villains from, is Star Labs. That's what they do on The Flash. the only place you can get any. Yeah, it's... (laughs) Oh, the Cadmus Project. You could have that, too. We could bring in Dr. Manhattan. That's how you get around it. You have, like, somebody like the Guardian or Gangbuster is the superhero on the streets. No, but uh, Gangbuster is Superman. Well, no, like, later on, Jose Delgado becomes Gangbuster. He's, like, a high school teacher. So <laughs> that's after he gets done playing for the Blue Jays. No, that's Carlos Delgado. Oh, my mistake. <laughs> but yeah, there's like an actual guy who becomes gangbuster. And then like Guardian was like a superhero in Metropolis, like in the 40s. And then he died and they cloned a new body. Like you can do that. Yeah. Oh, Guardian is a guy with a shield. But that, why? Who cares? Nobody wants to watch that. Nobody wants to watch this. It's oh. 
I'm I'm glad this is not going to be part of this terrible streaming service that's coming. <laughs> that I have to submit to. Hey, you earned it. Anyway, uh. anyway, it has been said no one can stop the juggernaut, and uh, Avengers: Infinity War is definitely one of those. Um, it's now crossed. 1.6 billion dollars worldwide. Good. It opened it just opened in China over the weekend where it pulled in 200 million dollars. Second biggest 3-day opening ever in China. Uh it pulled in another 149 million around the rest of the world over the weekend. So 350 <laughs> worldwide in its it's been there for like 3 3 weeks, 4 weeks now it's been in theaters and it's still doing this. Um, it's now one, number five on the all-time worldwide list and the highest-grossing Marvel movie ever. It has now surpassed the original Avengers. Good God. <laughs> how, how high do you think it'll get? Um, you think it could beat... Uh, you think it it's, not, it's not going to beat Avatar. It's it's not going to get that high. Um, I think Avatar worldwide is, is at two, I think, billion. Um, it's not going that high. Actually, now you want make me want to look at the list. Now I want. To <laughs> I, I really want. I mean, like... Talk talk amongst yourselves. I'm pulling up the list. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, Chris, have uh, you got you got a chance to get into the gym this week? I'm teaching class tomorrow. Oh, cool. What are we teaching this week? Um, I'm doing it's fundamentals class. So yeah, uh, I mean that's. Oh, here we go. Thank God. <laughs> sort of a half guard. Path. Okay. That was that was all we were gonna manage. <laughs> So number one all time is Avatar with two point seven eight eight billion worldwide, nearly three billion. The next one is Titanic at two point one eight. So Avatar made six hundred million dollars more than Titanic worldwide. After that's Force Awakens, which is about a hundred and twenty million behind Titanic. Jurassic World at one point six seven one and Infinity War at 1.607. So Avengers will pass Jurassic World in a week and become number four. Um, it, could, it, could, it could end up in Force Awakens territory. It'll probably hit the two billion mark, but I don't think it's going to make another... It would have to make another billion dollars in order to catch Avatar. Do they count it if it's like re-released a year from now? It can be, yeah, yeah. It, but it I doubt can. That's, do that. that's happened before. Um, when the, with the original Star Wars films, they did that. Um, like when they re-released them as special editions in the '90s, that went back on their old box office totals. So it moved so what them do you up think? a little bit. What, 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 do, what do we say? What do we do here? What, what Look, are we it, just? This is it's a huge deal. I don't think right. anyone is surprised by this in the least. Um. Marvel has pulled off the thing that no one thought anyone could ever pull off, and they continue to do it. Stay at five, move to four, or jump to three. It's I I, I think before it's done, it's going to end up at three. That's what I think. That sounds right. I can give you that. I like three. Like it's going to be four by next week. It's so close to Jurassic World, it's going to move up. What do you think? Like, uh, I, what do you think? Venom is jumping up. I don't, I don't think Venom's going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> Not anywhere. Venom, Venom will make $200 million. <laughs> eh, Venom will make more than that, but it's not going to get, you know, it might, it might pull in. Venom will do justice league money. Well, no, <laughs> Venom will do, 
Venom will do Man of Steel money. We'll put it there. Okay. In the so 300 million range. Million. The 300 million range. Three or four. It was four. I think Man of Steel ended up with four I worldwide. Okay. Okay. That's where I okay. think Venom's going to end up. But who knows what's going to happen with Ant-Man. I have a feeling that all this buzz about Infinity War is going to drive people to want to see Ant-Man who normally wouldn't go because they want to know what's the next, next chapter. So what the yeah, hell happened? It's the next one. Yeah, it's the next one. And it takes place technically from everything I've read before Infinity War. So yes, it has I don't to. know the yeah. I don't know what people are going to get from it, but I guess they're, you know, in hopes that they will get something from it. I think Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to be huge because of this. Yeah. Was that was that, did you do that on purpose? Oh, I see what I did there. I didn't realize <laughs> that. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I wish I was that clever, Rick. Oh, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you credit. I'll give it. I'll give you credit. I appreciate partial that. credit. You only have to pay for two weeks of DC Universe now. Yay! I'm sorry, I'll watch everything interesting in the first day. Yeah, I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> you'll binge One Titans. Thing. You'll watch the pilot for Doom Patrol, and uh, if you're and that's still, really it. If like, we're still, done. No, if we're you done. still haven't, if you still haven't cut yourself by then, you might delve into Swamp Thing a bit. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Oh, I forgot about Young Justice. I forgot about that. Hey, no. Young Justice is probably going to be awesome. Uh... The... Did you not watch the original cartoon? Oh, it's the cartoon. I thought it was. Wait, yeah, wait, no, no, no. Awful... Young Justice oh, is, a, is, a, is a is a continuation of the cartoon show. But yeah, there's a oh, Titans. Oh, no, I thought, I thought this Titans whole thing is was the live action show. Yeah, Titans is going to be terrible. Okay, yeah. good. Young Justice and Harley Quinn are both animated. Yeah, Young Justice was awesome. Yeah, and this if season of Young Justice is called Young Justice Outsiders, I guess. Hmm. With all of the DC baggage that that comes with. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll get back to that in a little bit. But um, continuing on the Marvel thread... Uh, we have some news about Captain Marvel. Uh, Kevin Feige says after Captain Marvel is done, they have some tentative plans to bring Ms. Marvel into the cinematic universe. Kamala's getting some pub. Yep, that's right. Kamala Khan, the female Muslim superhero. Female Muslim superhero. The SJWs <laughs> are all celebrating now. Oh, God, really? Yeah, I'm going there. No, I'm not going there. But uh, <laughs> Kamala Khan is going to, hopefully, if Captain Marvel does well, which there's no reason it's not going to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is uh, going to be introduced into the cinematic universe. Uh, cool? Not cool? Awesome. Fantastic. I don't see how that can't be good news. Guys? I think it's pretty neat. I... I think it's pretty neat. And they've got if to make plans well, for the yeah, future. It's, uh, I don't know enough about the character to really care. Either way, I don't... That's fair. It does well, Actually, that's awesome. fair. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's... Like, I, I... If it does well, awesome. You know, it's always good for to have more female characters out there being good role models, no less a, a minority one. Um, but she's also a younger person too. She's only, I think, like fifteen or sixteen. That's and her power. Another teenage hero in the MCU. 
Yeah, there's there's so few of those. There are teenage hero in the MCU. It's Spider Man. Oh yeah, not I even that. This is yeah. Never mind. Sorry. Oh, MCU. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. In the comics, um, there's a lot. From my understanding, though, she's just she's like Mister Fantastic, basically, right? Like her power set. She can yeah. She can like morph her her body structure. So like she, she can, can make her shrink. fist really big. Yeah. Hmm. I just think this it's cool all... that. I think it's cool that like what we uh, what we would consider third and fourth tier characters are very much in the possible running to get on the screen. Well, yeah, because now at this point, it doesn't really <laughs> matter me. if Marvel makes a movie; it's a license to print money. Like, you but know, it also before, opens up before so too much. long. We're gonna get a Howard the Duck remake mm, from Marvel. Might not be too bad. <laughs> I think it's cool. I don't think there's. I don't know if we got a lot. We uh, no, you know, I know we don't have much that we could talk about on this because it's just sort of a yeah, it's maybe speculation. It's just, yeah, yeah like, it's news. It's just news. I mean, it's news. And yeah. Speaking of news, uh, did anyone raise your hand if you asked for a, a solo Snake Eyes movie? Um, I actually, I can be blamed for this one. I farted oh. really loud a couple of days ago, and it sounded like I wanted a solo Snake Eyes Unicron movie. Unicron heard it. Unicron yeah, heard it, it was, and we it are went, getting a Snake uh, Eyes movie. There you go. No word yet on whether he will be played by Ray Park, like in the first two G.I. Joe movies, or if this is going to be used as a way to reboot the G.I. Joe movies. Oh, God. Or if it's just going to be, uh, you know, Ninja with a Machine Gun movie. Uh, yeah, I mean... Snake Eyes. <laughs> I okay. Yeah, I mean, he's. <laughs> it, is it an origin story? I mean, we don't know. What How does do it we, matter, Chris? Honestly, it is, from, it is from the writer of the live-action Beauty and the Beast and the Huntsman Winter's War. Of so, course, it is. What is the Huntsman of, Winter's War? The Huntsman <laughs> Winter's War is the sequel to Snow White and the Huntsman, the one with Chris Hemsworth. Duh. <laughs> How do you not they know decided that? To make, they decided to make a prequel involving just Chris Hemsworth. It went right. very well. Obviously. Obviously, it went so well that we all know about it, and it's a household name. But I mean, like, so who's... who's... <laughs> if, if I may quote uh. one of my favorite drops in the history of radio. <clears throat> Who cares? Yep, exactly, exactly. It's sad because there is so much cool stuff about G.I. Joe that they could make some cool G.I. Joe movies, but uh, uh, we're getting, you know, fan service, just like Venom, we're getting Snake Eyes because, oh, Snake Eyes looks so cool. Okay, well, that is true, though. He doesn't talk. Yep, I don't know how the hell we're going to have a movie where the lead <laughs> doesn't talk, but... Stranger things. Have I'm, happened, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll figure out a way to just make him talk. <laughs> I saw. I saw Wally, yeah. and nobody talked in that. So, yeah, whatever. Like, sure. I mean, I don't care at all. But somebody <laughs> probably does. It's so great. Somebody probably cares. To talk about topics on the show, and we all just say, "I don't care." Why did we include it then? Why did we um, include it? So, so I okay. I don't care this is being made. <laughs> I think it's laughable. I think okay. it's beyond right. stupid. I'll go with this. I'll allow this. I'll allow this. I, I just, I find it, I find it almost, yeah, I'd say repugnant is a good word for it. <laughs> repugnant. <laughs> wow. 
I find yeah, Bomb that Space right. Knight that repugnant. Right. I don't know about this. This is this is not. I don't know if I find this repugnant. I find this uh, disheartening. <laughs> Let's go with that. How is it not repugnant? How about that, Tom? Because because at least he's a character that's been in two movies already, and and I mean he does look cool. Like it's not Ron <laughs> Space Knight. He's, he's probably the best part of the two movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not you wrong, know, Chris. The the character that was is this like <laughs> is this like I stub my toe and I'm really mad I stub my toe, but I can't get mad at the like thing I stub my toe on because I'm a human and I should know not to stub my toe. So I'm just going to be mad at the next best thing available. Sure. Yeah. Let's go with that. So we're all just pissed off that we stubbed our toe, but it's this guy's fault, not mine. <laughs> yes. Look, okay, Unicron needs to, you know, make a movie with this IP or they'll lose the rights to this IP. And we can't have that. No. Nah, well, Unicron's a good person. Uh, I hear I hear Unicron Unicron is being beckoned. There there's there's a fan <laughs> there's a fan base for Unicron yeah. to return. They're they're holding they're holding the ritual to call Unicron from <laughs> the calling him in from now. the sky. Like He's gonna summoning. beam down. Like like Steppenwolf. Like what Tom? Like Steppenwolf. In What's Justice Steppenwolf? <laughs> what just what, what there was a Justice League movie, Tom? You know, Actually, we're okay. Now we're going to get off track here. But in the oh, last now two we're getting weeks, off track as opposed to every in other the last show. in the last two weeks. Do you know how many people it's basically since Infinity War came out? How many okay. people have said to me, hey, weren't they supposed to make a Justice League movie? Oh, God. <laughs> and I've had to look them in the eye and go. It came out back in November. Um, it's on Blu-ray now, actually. Do they then say, oh, never mind? Really? I didn't hear anything about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, It it hurt me in several ways, really. (laughs) Because you spent money to watch that abomination? No, uh, and I also bought the Blu-ray. Oh, my God, why? (laughs) Because I'm a completist. Anyway. You're a psychopath. (laughs) I would say massacre. He was hoping for the uh, Snyder cut to be Snyder. Yeah, the mythic Snyder cut. You know, no, no Snyder cut. No, we don't need that. But no, it hurt me because a, it just reminded me of the whole the the horrible disappointment of that movie. But b, it also means that those people don't listen to this show, and that's because if you listen to this show, how could you possibly not know that there was a Justice League movie? Abundantly clear. <laughs> and by the way, there's an Aquaman movie coming in November yeah. this year. November? There's been zero press for this. Yeah, I know. You know, we have yet to see any trailer. Kind of yeah, like with aside Justice from League. Zack Snyder releasing photos from Batman v Superman. Yeah, which was uh, like, how many years ago now? <sighs> I wonder why. Warner yeah. Brothers. Yeah, we'll get a trailer at Comic Con. In a month or two. Oh, what's Comic Con? <laughs> That's that thing Marvel's not going to this year. Because they're having Marvel Con and everyone has to go. Well, to they're it. having. They're having. I think this is a year for D twenty three, the Disney convention. So that's why they're not oh, going okay. there. But it's also that's because the reason. because they don't want to trip over their huge box office dick on the way into the, <laughs> the convention center. Like, do they need to go at this point? Do they really? Like, does does Comic Con need to go to D twenty three? Right. Like. At this point, Marvel doesn't need to do anything. 
they just can sit back and a trailer comes out for a Marvel thing and okay, we're going to make at least 600 million. So <laughs> whatever. Like Kevin Feige could probably fart and put the Marvel name on it and it'd be Marvel's Kevin Feige farts colon Infinity War Part 2. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and it'll make 600 million. That's just my guess. That's my guess. But uh but I digress. We have the first reviews in guys from Solo a Star Wars story because it had its world premiere last week. And uh Yay. uh they're mostly positive? Sure. Uh the overwhelming thing I'm noticing is uh, it takes about 30 minutes to get its feet under it and once Lando shows up it's awesome. That's not surprising. No, it really isn't. Um, but, uh, so that I guess is good. It's not coming out for another two weeks. So I, I don't mean, know, man, at, at least it's not, at least we didn't get the, Oh my God, this is such a mess. You can tell there were three directors on this. Well, at least it's not valid. that. That's true. But I, I have a tough time with this. Um, because I'm not sure, like, I'm not, I'm not a star Wars guy as it is. I don't know why I'm supposed to care about this. Like, should I be really excited about it? I, hmm. I don't have that, that neat, that, Ooh, I, like there's nothing, nothing is like telling me that I should be head over heels about solo. Right. I mean, did you feel that way about rogue one until you saw it? I was just about to say that. No, I didn't. I really, I didn't. I, like, so I, that's kind of how I feel. It's like, I didn't feel that way about rogue one. And then I saw it and it was like really good. So yeah, no rogue one was very good. No, no question about it. It's, and I guess maybe I, I should care. Maybe I shouldn't. I don't really know. I just know that. <laughs> uh, all right. It's, it's a star Wars movie. Should be good. Every reason to believe it'll be good. Every reason to believe it's a disaster. Star Wars movie done by Disney. Oh yeah, because those have been real last, bad. And this is the fourth saying, Star like, Wars movie be... Disney's done. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fine. It's no, okay, each one makes saying. more money than the last. So yeah, all right, I get your point now. This will like, be what the movie I... that this will be the movie that stops Infinity War from beating Avatar. That's what's gonna <laughs> be. there's only so many dollars it'll be, to go around. It'll be very good at worst. Is sort of a guarantee, right? Yeah, I mean, given their track record, sure. Sure. But uh, we're also, in between that coming out and where we sit right now, is Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2 comes out this week. This week? Oh, yeah, right. this Friday. This Friday, May 18th, Deadpool 2. Um, kind of unusual. Deadpool made a ton of money and broke a bunch of records, the first one, but it was released in February. It was open. It wasn't yeah, it released in the middle of a crowded Valentine's season Day, of other right? genre movies. It did open on Valentine's Day. I think you're right. Um, it, and now it's amidst a crowded field, and it's only going to get really one week in the spotlight before, you know, Solo comes out. I don't know if that bodes very well for an R-rated comic book movie. Like, I'm sure it's going to be good, but I doubt it will be as successful as the first one. That's a very good point. Um, I I don't know if it matters because this is a very stacked year, and I don't think that anyone was really going to have that great of a chance. So maybe it's just sort of like, well, this is the best we're going to do. 
Yeah, and I'm sure Fox is prepared for this. And, I mean, again, it doesn't mean that they're going to not make any more Deadpool movies because the character is bankable as all hell. So, Mm -hmm. but uh, it'll be interesting to watch that and see what happens uh, in terms of how successful it is, given everything else that's going on. Um. Okay, we talked about it earlier in the show, and guys, we had sad, sad geek news today. True. We uh we lost Margot Kidder, the Lois Lane from the Christopher Reeve Superman movies, uh, passed away. We found out today. I guess she passed away over the weekend. She was sixty nine years old. Um, we don't know yet what she died of. She passed away in her sleep. Um. Yeah, best known for you know playing Lois Lane. Of course, she made appearances on. Smallville, and I think on Lois and Clark even, and um, also was known as as an advocate for mental health issues. She had a very public battle with bipolar disorder herself, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, just just kind of sad. Uh, I don't know. You guys uh, pick it up from here. <laughs> well, I I will be the voice of terrible. If I if I can, if I should, I don't know. She had a difficult time in the, you know, 70s and 80s and into the 90s. She's, you know, someone who made an appearance as a one-off gag in an episode of Family Guy. She, not her specifically. Well, that wasn't but, her. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, that made fun of her. But she was, she was a pop culture reference for the difficulties that she had in life. She lived to be 69 years old, which is not very old in our society anymore. No, but especially because that's like the age of our parents, you know? You know like, yeah, trust me, I'm well aware. But also, that's not like so many of our, you know, of our contemporaries are falling over. You know, the lead singer, uh, I can't think of it. Sinead O'Connor died. And, uh, or not Sinead O'Connor, was- Dolores O'Reilly. Yeah, I was like, Dolores. Dolores. I'm sorry, Dolores. Yeah. Pardon me, pardon me, <laughs> so Dolores. My bad. Walk that My back bad. here. My bad. My bad. This is how rumors get started. Yeah, it is. If that leads to more people listening to our show. Um, but <laughs> there are people that we know that we grew up with that have passed away. And as sad as it is, um, she was almost 70. And that's not too terrible. I don't know if it matters what she died of. Prince was what, 53, 54? Yeah, well, that was a whole different set of issues there. Maybe this is going to be the exact same thing, though. We don't know. There's we, no... we really don't know. We may never know. Um, but uh, I don't know. She, it was, she was a fixture on my television as a kid because I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many times I watched those movies. Um, and I actually got to meet her uh, at Megacon several years ago. Um which was funny. She was there, you know, doing the, the convention thing, signing autographs and stuff and selling pictures at her table. And uh, it was funny because a friend of mine and I were working on a, <coughs> excuse me, this was pre-Man of Steel. So I've, I've and I've probably mentioned it on this show before, we were working on uh, a, an origin, a script for an origin movie of Superman to reboot it um, on spec that we were had this hope of somebody in some kind of power seeing someday. And um, we thought, what a cool opportunity to talk to her for two minutes about what she thinks the essence of Lois Lane is to kind of help us with what we're doing. And so we walked up to the table, and I had my little pad out to take notes, 
And we told her, like, you know, we're writers and, and we'd like to talk to you about, Lo oh, she says, we'd like to talk to you about Lois Lane. She says, oh, I'm not, uh, I'm not doing that. I'm just here to meet the fans. And we're like, no, 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 we're not reporters. Like, then we had to explain to her what we were doing. <laughs> no, no, we're not no crazy. Else. We just need your help. Well, that was the thing. Yeah, we had to convince her we weren't crazy. Um, and then there was no one around at the table at the time. So she gave us a second. And uh, when we, once we explained to her what we were doing, and she's like, well, how are you making it different? Because we were, and so we said, yeah. well, you know, most of them start on Krypton. I said, ours starts actually in an OBGYN's office. Because at the time, that draft of the script did. It started with a doctor telling the Kents that they can't have a baby. And uh, she starts laughing. She laughed right in our faces. And she said, is it like knocked up with the crazy gynecologist? Or Look at that. I, I was channeling her earlier when I was talking about a funny, just romantic comedy version of Clark. Right, right. Um, and we said no, and we got a kick out of that. But then we, then she, funny. like the guard came down for a second and, and she was really gracious and talked to us for a few minutes about, about the character. And she told us stories about Christopher Reeve and about, about the greasy salt kinds who made those Superman movies and how much money <laughs> people's money they ran off with. And, um, and then talked to us for a second about what she felt didn't work in Superman Returns. Because we got mm. to saying how like we were so left so cold by that that we'd started doing this thing that we're doing. And she said, you know, I liked it. I thought Kate Bosworth was good. She said, but I have, and this was at the time, she said, I have a grandson who's seven. And there was nothing for him in that movie to like wrap his arms around. Like it didn't make him want to put on a cape and run around and be Superman. Yeah, and no. they need to get the seven-year-old boys. Like they need to do something that will get those kids. And I just thought that was a really profound uh, and insightful thing to say mm -hmm. about, you know, because she could have given us the political answer, which was, I thought it was good. I didn't, you know, I'm not sure why people didn't like it, but I did. Because she could have done that. She could have given us the political answer because who are we? But instead, she was honest and real with us and was a real person. And, and, I'll, and it, to some degree, did help us uh, with our writing. So I'll, I'll always be... Uh, grateful to her for that and and uh, remember her for how uh, gracious and nice she was with two strangers who uh, she never met and were not uh, anywhere close to buying anything from her, but she still gave us time <laughs> at her table at the convention. So um, so I always I'll always remember her very fondly for that. I um. I don't have any cool stories like that. That's a cool story. That's uh, that's pretty sweet. Um, for me, it's just I just get bummed out whenever this happens because it, it's a sad reminder that nothing lasts forever. And yeah. even though I I yeah. still think that it's great that she did get as many good years as she did as someone who has a number of mental illness of uh, you know afflictions as I do. Um, it's nice to see someone at least make it as far as she did so to speak and and that that puts a lot of faith back into my soul i think it's cool I, i'm sad she's gone obviously the, as it is unfortunate but i also think that there are worse things and she did not have any of those things and like she was a joke she was a joke but also she kind of wasn't 
she she certainly mm, wasn't i mean she used, well, no, yeah she she used that that incident the the famous incident where she went off her meds and and lost her dentures or wherever and was found in a tree know, or something in right? a tree or in bushes or something you know way well way okay let me let me rephrase she's not a joke she was but she she was somebody tried to make her a joke right and and it, it just, she just sort of looked at it and was like nah like i'm not gonna do that i'm not yeah. gonna be that no and she was she like i said she was an advocate for mental health issues she was she was she was canadian but became an american citizen and was politically active she was arrested in a protest uh, outside the white house she protested the iraq war and other things um so she she certainly made did something with her celebrity, even if uh, maybe her career didn't go quite the way she'd hoped. She used her notoriety as Lois Lane to you know do things that she cared about, mm. so, and that's cool. and we will always and, and have those all? four movies and that indelible portrayal. Because say what you will about the movies and how they hold up, there are two things in those movies that will hold up forever no matter when you watch them, and that are Christopher Reeve's performance and her performance. They're both Very true. spot on as those characters and will probably, for many, many years to come, be the indelible portrayals of those characters. Yeah, nobody's replacing her. I mean, like... No, many yeah, have I mean, tried and none yeah. have done it yet. Yeah, no, I, I got I got nothing. I like yeah. I like to try and argue and try and, you know, say, yeah, but as much as I can. But I got nothing here. I got nothing. All right. So all that said, it is now time for the questions. So, Rick, it's a very special time of year. It's a very special time of year. How is this night different from all other? No, not that one. Um, not that question specific. No, not that <laughs> gag that we've done literally 100 times on this show. But... It can't be 100. It's probably like 68. OK, I'll, I'll give you that. You're probably right. <laughs> Um, Rick, what's pissing you off this week? Um, God, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> I, I don't. Um, I, I guess what's pissing me off more than anything is, um, I, uh, I don't, I don't like getting winded anymore. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not cool. Um, so this is what happened. Uh, we were at islands of, uh, we were at a volcano Bay this weekend at a friend had a birthday party. Okay. And me and, uh, our group of friends decided that we were going to go up one of the slides where there were these two twisty slides, a green one and a blue one. And we both thought that these were like the drop slides that you, at the end of the slide, you jump out or something. And it's like a, you, you jump into a pool. So about three quarters of the way up, we all suddenly realized that this is a drop slide, but it is not the drop slide that we thought it was. It was the drop slide where you sit in the tube, they count down, the bottom drops out, and you fall straight to hell. <laughs> so and let because, me ask you, let me just yeah. stop you here for a second. How long did they have to shut the pool down to get all of the shit out of it after you shit Well, yourself? it's like a big toilet flush. So as soon as you hit the pool water, it just all sucks right at you. Oh, good, it's like a, good. It's like, a, it's like an inverted enema. It just goes right into your butthole and never you never see it again. That's get that's f- interesting. That's a new yeah, you actually technology get full. of which I have not heard. It's very interesting. You, you, re, you reabsorb that, that 
uh, sustenance back into your body. Why, I don't know why they're not uh, not touting that. I mean, shit, that makes Diagon Alley look like uh, it's a small world. <laughs> it sort of is. Um, so, <laughs> so um, as we're you know as we all start getting closer to the top, and we realize what it is that we have done to ourselves. Like you can hear the <laughs> what we have done <laughs> to ourselves. <laughs> you hear this that. And we all look at each other and go, "Oh God, this this is one of the this is one of the big fall slides. This is one of the fall to your death slides." We all look down at you know what is essentially ten stories that we've just climbed, right? <laughs> and to the man and one young woman, we all look at each other and, and catching our breath, say, "I'm just going to take the quick way back down." <laughs> <laughs> so, if, so you all just decided to just do it anyway instead of turning well, it, around. What's the worst that'll happen? It'll kill me. All right, fine. <laughs> okay, fine. Nice. Sure. True. Fine. That's true. If it had killed you, then your family would own that place. So. <laughs> well, there's that. There's also the the fact that like I just wasn't going to turn around and make it back <laughs> down to. at the. I'm not walking down this thing like a sucker. No, no, not like a sucker, Tom. I was exhausted. <laughs> That's why it's pissed. You also I don't want to see the walk of shame past like eight I couldn't year care less. I said this. <laughs> the eight-year-olds who are brave enough. <laughs> if there was a if there was an elevator at the top of that thing, I would have pressed the button down. I just didn't <laughs> have the energy. To go wow. back down that slide, that's that special, that walkway. That's a special kind of out of shape, I think. But I'm not even that out of shape, and that's I know. It's just, that's why it's pissing me off. Is I was so tired. When I got up there. <laughs> you were so tired that self-preservation went out the window. It was just You're like those I, guys I, on Everest who give up like ten feet away from the mountaintop because there's not enough oxygen and it's too cold, and they just die in want. the snow. Whatever you want, Tom. I, I got nothing for you on this one. <laughs> I was just, you, I, you uh, that, old. I got, I, the slide, by the way, was a lot of fun. And it, it, and now that I've done it <laughs> once, I'll probably do it again. But it was, it, I just remember like standing up there looking down at the top of this thing and going, I just don't want to walk back down. I just don't want to. And because of that, I will be stronger for this. But it did piss me off that the only reason why I went down that slide was because I was too damn lazy not to. That was really it. Nice. Thank you. Well done, sir. Chris, what's pissing you off? (sighs) Mattresses. As in, like, the ones you sleep on or as in go to the mattresses like in The Godfather? Mattresses. Just the the ones you sleep on. Okay. I don't know, and it's just it has nothing to do with, I don't know. It's So <clears throat> lately, Connor, who just got a sur- or had surgery two weeks ago, he's been recovering from it, doing well, had his cash removed today, today doing awesome. He, he a, a, a nine-month-old baby wearing casts on his feet and hands, it, it makes it difficult for them to sleep because they can't turn as easily and that sort of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So they get frustrated and they they cry and they just have a hard time kind of like shushing themselves back to sleep. So a lot of times it takes the comforting of their mother or father to come and kind of help them out with that. So in doing so, because I want to help out, you know, I I will take it upon myself to go pick them up and, you know, 
kind of comfort him and then go and sleep in the guest room with um with him just on my chest because he'll just he'll definitely go to sleep that way um what I, what I forgot was that the the guest room mattress is the crappy one that we got for free when we bought our bed <laughs> <laughs> and it's <laughs> and it's just a horrible horrible mattress so <laughs> you know I, I i who normally don't i have this general level of pain just in my body anyway from jujitsu and weightlifting and all that whatnot it just you know if, if that's like a my my homeostasis is like a level five pain the, Fairly high. the past that is. weeks, you know, whenever I've had to comfort my kid, it's been a good solid just like lingering seven and a half. Like I don't suffer back pain, really. It's just a general pain. I'm waking up creaky, neck pain and back pain. And it's just it's been horrible. Um, so much so that I'm considering just scrapping this mattress and, and investing in that, that fucking purple one <laughs> that should I ever have to deal with comforting Connor while I'm sleeping again. It, it, I just want to deal with back pain the next day. Huh. So, okay. Crap. Uh, suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's one of those things where uh, you get what you pay for a lot of times. <laughs> that seemed like such a good deal. <laughs> Look, Dan, there's a reason why you're not sleeping on it every night, right? Exactly. Yeah. No. Interesting. Uh, Tom? Yes. Uh, what's pissing you off? Calm down, guy. Oh? Yes. This is the person who, when you're having a discussion with them, and they don't like the way it's going because it's going to a place where you're making a point that contradicts their point of view and you're not just saying, oh yeah, I agree with you. They start to tell you, calm down, man. Just calm down. We're just having a conversation. Like, just calm down. You don't need to get all worked up about it. You don't. But I'm not getting worked <laughs> up about it. I'm just, I'm making a point. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the, an opinion like you gave me and backing it up with evidence that I've reasoned and so that you can see my point of view, we're having a conversation that's called conversing. That's what people do. It's a discussion. It's not you tell me what you think. And I say, Oh yeah, man, that's cool. And then we stop and we move on to the next superficial garbage. No. <laughs> and I'm sorry, just because my opinion is maybe more well reasoned than yours is. That's not an excuse for you to tell me to calm down, man, so that you can end the conversation because you'd rather not deal with the rest of this. And in turn, telling me that, because I know what you're trying to do, makes me then upset. And then I am no longer calm. So it has the, the opposite effect. Oh, it's like really? trying to get somebody to relax, relax, relax. Yeah, same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Like, I'm talking to you because, and, and I may sound more passionate than normal because this is something that might be important to me or that, I care about not because or I, I just angry, happen to have lots of knowledge or I'm on this. yelling at you. Right. I'm not yelling at you. I'm not angry. And uh, you don't need to preemptively be like, I don't want to fight you, man. We're not fighting. We're just talking. We're having a discussion. And unfortunately, it's not as superficial as you were hoping or are used to. I apologize for having reasoned opinions about things. 
I have a feeling. Evidence. I have a feeling I know when and where this happened, but I don't yeah, want to mention it. You probably don't, but uh, oh, okay. we can talk. Well, never mind. We can talk offline about it if you want. That's fine. I just had a I had a sneaking suspicion, but evidently that was incorrect. I, I might look. Be. It might be. I think you're. I think it probably is. But uh, but yeah, we can discuss it after the show. <laughs> I also know that calm down. I was just trying. You know, it basically is. I'm trying. I don't really care what you have to say. My point yeah. is going to continue yeah. to be my point, and nothing you say will change my point. Right. And I wasn't. I'm not necessarily looking to change change minds but like if you're going to share your opinion with me and leave it hanging there i'm going to tell you what i think because that's how two people have a conversation yeah but not calm like, down guy i think calm down this guy. oh calm yeah that's guy right. isn't looking he's not no, looking he's not he's not looking for that he's looking for you to tell him his opinion's good or or just to say oh okay because then he can subconsciously validate his own beliefs right or he can then pontificate yeah Sure. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree. And that pisses me off. It just pisses me right the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, what'd you learn this week? Uh, this is actually, see, this is why I couldn't figure out if I wanted to say what was pissing me off or what I learned. Um, <laughs> okay. So I learned, I learned that eating even even after eating a mostly vegetarian vegan diet, um, going to jujitsu twice now. a week. Well, it's it's easier on on the wife's stomach. Um, uh, yeah, so going to jujitsu twice a week, um, trying to be a more active, less sedentary person, not just eating a bag of chips while I'm sitting on the couch. Maybe just having a big <laughs> glass of water or an apple or like a grapefruit or something. You know. Living better, as the kids might say. Then why are you watching Gotham? I don't understand. Well, it seems I am counter to everything else you're trying to do. I am still a masochist, after all. No, all of that, Tom. All of that was not enough to pull my blood sugar count down past. If you keep going, you're going to get diabetes. Oof. Yeah, that's rough. It was vastly improved. And everyone's That's very good. impressed with how much I've clearly imp uh, improved my body. Um, I did from the last time we did blood work. I've dropped twenty pounds. Um, I, uh, I my cholesterol is really really good. Everything's really really good. But my my sugar's still too high. It's it's lower. It's improved. But I should think about cutting out the sugar from my diet. And at this yeah. point, I don't even know what that is. I mean, gummy bears are vegan, but they're probably not the most healthy thing to eat. Don't I don't eat that many gummy bears, Tom? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They have they have big flags in Gummy Bear Nation with your face on them and big no sign. This is this is why I don't bring things up to you. <laughs> <laughs> look, man. Look, it's a comedy show. I gotta bring some levity here, or else we're just gonna cry for the last twenty minutes of every episode. Okay. That's not every episode. It's almost I just got every that episode. To... All right, whatever. I hate you, Chris. <laughs> ever since we all got older, it's ever since all of our last birthdays. It's just very. It's all morbid now. Well, that that should tell you something, Tom. <laughs> it does. It's not anything good that it's telling me. Yeah. What, Rick? What is it that? You, what did you learn? Shouldn't that, <laughs> shouldn't that piss you was... off? Thanks. Thanks for. Thanks for paying attention. <laughs> He, he said he learned he, he, said he, learned he needs to cut out sugar. That's what he said he yeah. learned. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> what is why? All right, why we're not passing such... judgments. We don't need to pass judgment on, on what he learned. It's just he just needs to tell us. It's fine. No, no. Oh yeah, I just I, was, I, was like, <laughs> I want to hear what he has to say about this. <laughs> what do you oh, get that? What do you get? What are you saying? No, no. I I was a little. I I was just. I'm sorry, man. It's getting late. <laughs> it's getting late. <laughs> Calm down, man. We're just having a conversation. We're just I having a conversation. <laughs> trying to trying to be buds, all right? <laughs> no reason to get all upset about stuff, okay? Right, right. <laughs> What'd you learn, Chris? You already said the mattress thing, just just to remind you. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> He's so sleep deprived he doesn't remember. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I think I, I, I've learned that just just to kind of play off of Rick's thing of being winded and out of shape and aged. Wow. I, I've I didn't really this, go that far. Jesus I mean, Christ. Is this what I sound like? I've come <laughs> to the to the the point at which I've always given people shit about it, but I, I'm I'm looking for magic bullets, <laughs> and just kind of playing back to the whole um, my sleeping on a terrible mattress thing. I actually last week my my buddy who vapes, which yeah, vape nation, um, bro. He he's sitting there in my office vaping. And I'm like, Doug, get this. Don't fucking do that in my office. Like, there's no ventilation in here, right? He's like, but bro, it's, I, I, it's got CBD in it for my like chronic pain. I'm like, what's CBD? I don't follow. It's a, a cannabis, it's cannabis, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Cannabis oil, yeah. Cannabis oil out of like hemp extract or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So Thank either you. way, he's like, oh, you know, I, I got like a herniated disc from. You know, whatever, however many years ago, blah blah. I'm like, hmm, does it work? <laughs> and and he's like, yeah. And you know, it, you take two droplets, they're the equivalent of a day tw- or twice a day, and 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 I'm good. It's it's better than taking ibuprofen or or you know, Tylenol or whatever it is that you know, or worse. And and so. <laughs> Having once just completely shunned anybody who just took painkillers because oh you're just a pussy, I I in recent months have just been in more pain, you know, from whatever, not getting enough rest to recover properly. What just having a busier schedule, I've I've been popping more ibuprofen lately and 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 more Tylenol and and probably not doing my liver much favors. So I I I bought in, and and. <laughs> With discretionary income comes great responsibility, right? Um, and I'm not sure whether me buying this little vial of CBD oil is the most responsible thing to do, but I, I guess I'll find out to see whether it works when I try it out tomorrow. It's not going to get you high. No, no, no. It's just going to take the edge off. Assuming it works, it costs me like 30 bucks. So I, it, it just sucks that like we're at the age where... God, am I gonna be buying dick pills next? Like, it, it's <laughs> why you have a kid. You expect to have sex again? <laughs> this is true. Wow, wow. <laughs> this is happening here. 
Okay. So I, I'm I'm buying into the to the hype of things that that might provide this excellent answer, and it's it's. I mean, that's pissing me off too. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was quite Chris, the journey. Chris learned that everything pisses him off. That's what Chris that's learned. Amazing. So, Tom, what what did you learn? <laughs> I learned that there is there is nothing, literally nothing, no concept, no successful anything that Hollywood will not try and ruin in an effort to continue to make money for itself. So you guys have seen the Lethal Weapon movies, correct? Of course. The TV show that was on Fox was doing well. Is is on Fox. Um, What do you mean is? Okay, it's still on. Um, Anyway, the the movies, the the title Lethal Weapon, do you remember where that comes from? Why they call it that? Yeah, it's because um, Murdoch is a lethal weapon, or Riggs is a lethal weapon. Exactly. Riggs is a lethal weapon, right? Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. He's like us. So they have the TV show on Fox. It's just finished its second season. And in that same thing, Riggs is a lethal weapon, right? Well, getting near the end of the second season, the actor who plays Riggs has been fired from the show because of uh, apparently the way he treated some of the crew and some other things that happened in an episode he directed that were not safe. Anyway, he's been fired. And it looked like they were going to cancel the show, but instead... They're going to continue doing the show, and instead of casting another actor as Riggs, the lethal weapon, (laughs) they're going to continue doing lethal weapon with a different character who is not Martin Riggs. Are they just going to call him Martin Riggs? No, he's Riggs' brother. (laughs) So there are two lethal weapons in the Riggs family, apparently. Very strong men. Yeah, evidently. And uh, the actor who's playing Riggs' brother is is Sean William Scott, who played Stifler. Stifler? Stifler? Stifler. Stifler is going to be on Lethal Weapon, is which he, in and of itself is not objectionable. his other arm to get out of right. straitjackets. <laughs> right, that's it. <laughs> yeah, apparently he's got a problem with his right shoulder. I don't know. Ha! <laughs> but, but there's, yeah, there, he, is, he is evidently also a Lethal Weapon. Or he must be. Otherwise, they would have to change the name of the show, wouldn't they? Wouldn't it be Lethal Weapons at this point? Well, the other guy's not going to be there anymore, so they're still singular. But it just makes no fucking sense. Like, just cancel the damn show. Or why not just recast the character? Right, like, bring, yeah, just bring I in mean, another actor to play the do same do a character. Good job. Who cares? Just do a good job and people will forgive you. Exactly. There were two Darrens on Bewitched. There were, I mean, shit. You know how many things that have been recast and it's not a big deal? Give me another one. There was one another one. On the, ah, Superboy. The old Superboy show. They recast that. The second guy was better. It, the Superboy show? What? Always comes back you know to Superboy like with you. The live-action Superboy show. When we were you mean the syndicate Gerard movie. Christopher Superboy? That? Yeah, he was the second Superboy. Oh, he was? Okay. Yeah. I don't even know what you were talking about. Season. That's incredible. There was a Superboy television show. No, no, show. don't, don't explain. Don't, don't bother. It ran it's for fine. three seasons. It was took place sort of in the continuity of the Christopher Reeve movies, but it took place in Florida at Schuster University, and they shot it at Universal Studios here in Orlando. Plug. And and there was a guy in the first season, and he got in some trouble between on hiatus, and they recast him. 
and the second guy was better. Okay, you got me. Yeah, <laughs> you gotcha. I, I stumped the buoy. Anyway, nice reference. Somebody still <laughs> listens to Stern. I do every day. Anyway, <laughs> it explains a lot. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rick. If people want to find us on Twitter, how can they do that? Uh, you could find us on Twitter at those two jerks. Please make sure you spell out TWO and then you two could start commiserating with me or just making fun of me about how bad the Mets are. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun pastime. Um, <laughs> Chris, how can people find us on the Facebook? WWW <laughs> period. <laughs> He's stalling so he remembers. Um, Facebook.com forward slash those jerks. Yes, that is all correct. That's all correct. Forward slash. I was trying to do the uh, slash. Did you guys not watch Cobra Kai? No, because I'm not paying for YouTube Red. So good. I've heard Um, it's good. Uh, I wonder, did you you subscribe to YouTube Red, Chris? Let's say you nearly killed me. You nearly killed me. Somebody you almost killed me. Membership for YouTube or Red. Oh, yeah. someone sponsored you. Okay, someone sponsored. They, well, like, they think you're kind, one of those Sally Struthers kids now. A very kind <laughs> listener. Didn't you just? Didn't you just say five the minutes price, ago with disposable income right, comes great right. responsibility? For the, price, for the price of a cup of coffee, you can get this man with a full time job and a family a subscription <laughs> to YouTube Red. <laughs> So who's sponsoring you? Is his name, like, does it start with an R by any chance? (laughs) (laughs) It's not Long John Silver, is it? (laughs) Yar. (laughs) Yar, welcome to my sponsorship. (laughs) Anyway, it's really good. (laughs) (laughs) It just got picked up for another season. I know. Oh, another season on on YouTube, right? Oh, hey. Anyway, you can also email us, those two jerks at gmail.com. You can call us and leave a voicemail, 321-76-JERKS. And if you want to tell other people, if you want the world to know that you like this show, and, I mean, I, why wouldn't you, really? <laughs> Go to tpublic.com, that's T-E-E-public.com, and find our T-Public store, search those two jerks, T-W-O, and uh, you can get some really cool merchandise with our awesome Those Two Jerks logo on it. Let the world know. Tell your friends. Review us on iTunes. All of that stuff. That ends things for episode 140 here. So for the Sussman, Rick Sussman, and the Vukani, Chris Vu, I am the Tom Alexander. And until we somehow find a Riggs sister who's also a lethal <laughs> weapon, we will remain... <laughs> those two jerks see you next time